What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Frank James Podcast. Here we are, just solo Frank, once again, back to the old days of the podcast. Today's a, a shorter one, I think, but we'll see. Sometimes when I get going, I can, I can talk for a while. I really like having guests on the podcast. It kind of takes the pressure off, you know what I mean, having a back and forth. But it is nice to come back and just have a, an intimate sit down, just you and me. Well, really just me telling you what's on my mind. And what's on my mind right now is how we as intuitive people, one of the pitfalls is that we often like to just be in our own mind. We like to be in our inner world because it's safe, it's comfortable. And I've had thoughts sometimes, maybe you've had this too, where it's just like, I wish I didn't really have to deal with the world, like reality, external to me, because What's inside my mind, my imagination, is much better. It's much preferable, vastly preferable to what I have to deal with in reality because reality is painful. And, I mean, occasionally my brain can be painful, but not so much. It's not as bad as the outside world. The outside world throws at you a bunch of loops, a bunch of chaos that you have to deal with and doesn't really care how how you're feeling. You know, the universe, the universe may be a kind universe, but sometimes when you're living in it, it don't feel like it, does it? There is a poem. Let's see if I can, so prepared. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, here it is. A Man Said to the Universe by Stephen Crane. A man said to the universe, sir, I exist. However, replied the universe, the fact has not created in me a sense of obligation. Dang, son. Isn't that how it feels, man? It's like, I'm going about my life. I've got all these great plans. My mind is set on what will make me happy, what will be a fulfilling life. But then the outside world, the universe, it seems, isn't really doesn't really feel terribly obligated to help you out. Of course, a lot of it is just a frame of mind, isn't it? Because we all know people who are like, no, the the universe is on my side. The universe helps me out, which is a good mindset to be in. But sometimes when you're in a low spot, it it doesn't feel like it at all. Even if you want to believe it, it's like, well, I'd like to, but here I am struggling with these problems and things aren't getting better. So what do I have to do? And the the pitfall here, the thing that a lot of us want to do is retreat further and further into our brains, into our imagination, into that inner world in order to find solace from the outside world. We react to the universe's seeming uncaring by withdrawing from it because it's like you, if, I t- if I touch a hot stove, I'm going to pull my hand away and I'm not going to touch it again unless I'm a dummy. You know what I mean? And it occurs to me now that this, this ain't so good. This is not the right way to go about living life for us intuitive people, even though it seems like the natural course of action to take. And it's even the one that I thought was most preferable. It's like, man, if I could just somehow escape into my mind enough. I can remember even back being a kid, I was like, maybe if I just think hard enough, I can like change reality drastically. It's like that, what movie was it? Christopher Reeve was in it. And he went back to 1912 and fell in love with this lady and 
basically by thinking enough. He just imagined he was in 1912. I haven't seen this movie in about 15 years, so I may be misremembering it. Spoiler alert, he gets his illusion shattered because he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a penny that has the current year on it, you know, the 80s or whenever, 1992, whenever this movie was made. He pulls it out of his pocket. He sees the current year and he realizes, oh, this is all in my brain. It's not real. And then he, you know, comes back to the present day reality out of his mind. Not, not out of his mind like crazy, but he comes out of the world of his mind that he has created and uh, finds himself back in present day and he's very sad and depressed. And that's sort of, I guess, when the, I don't know anything about that movie being written and as I said, I saw it long ago, like when I was a kid, and maybe misremembering some of it. Typical, right? <laughs> Typical Frank. But maybe the writer was making a commentary on this feeling that you can have where it's just like, I want to just create a world in my head and that's it. I don't want to worry about the outside world. And then something brings you back to the outside world and it feels like this huge crushing thing. And... It can be really depressing. I, I have that like on a daily basis where I'm in my mind and I'm like, I've got great plans. The world is turning out just right. And then something will happen that brings me back to reality. And I'm like, wow, that was just my imagination. Cool. <laughs> How depressing. All that stuff in my mind, if I want it to be real, I can't just think it into reality. I've got to do it. And that can be a really difficult hump to get over because it's like, well, it felt really good while I was just imagining it. So maybe I can just go back to that and let's not worry so much about whether it actually is real. If I can just insulate myself enough from reality, there we go. Mission accomplished in a sense. And now it occurs to me that when we do that, we're not really living. You know, we, we think we're living in our brain, but we're really just escaping from it. And in a sense, when you live like this, kind of halfway, just wanting to remove yourself from actual reality, you are not fully committed to life. You're not fully committed to living here. Uh, you would like it's clear from <laughs> from the actions you're taking or non-action, if you will, of just retreating in your mind that life on Earth really isn't something that you are too thrilled about. And you'd rather just kind of do as little as possible in it. And of course, we're not on Earth to avoid living on Earth, you know? So it, the point of today's podcast, what's been in my mind is this idea of if you want to have a fulfilling life, you've got to be willing to be fully committed to living. And it doesn't seem that pernicious of a thing to be halfway committed to living if it's just this sort of escapism of the mind, you know, just like I prefer to be in my imagination, I prefer to daydream and all that. But the it can get extrapolated further into, you know, people who are really depressed and perhaps even to the point of being suicidal, those people are really not committed fully to living. And while there are definitely things beyond your control to a degree if you are truly clinically depressed and you know once again everyone knows this but disclaimer I'm not a psychologist but when you slip into depression and all that it, it feels like a, a natural 
preference is that the word I'm looking for this this natural thing arises where it's like I'm not really committed to living my life because I'm so stuck with reality not being what I want it to be and also it feeling more comfortable to withdraw and especially if you're entertaining any kind of like self-destructive action uh, I think a lot of the the pain and suffering really just comes from the fact that you're not fully committed one way or another. You're like half and half. It's like one foot in the boat, one foot not in it. And you're like, which way should I go? And it's not going to solve everything in life to fully commit yourself to being alive and living and being in reality. But I do think it is a good mantra to have in your mind and a good way to kind of maybe snap yourself out of these more withdrawn periods to be like, no, I'm, I need to fully commit to being alive, to fully commit to being a person who's living here on earth in reality. This isn't to say having an imagination is bad or daydreaming is bad, but if you are intuitive like me, if you are a person, and by intuitive, I just mean your natural way of looking at the world is more on the abstract level, more on the imaginative level of, you know, mental projections rather than like the physical concrete world around us. If you are like that, you are used to kind of just living in your head. And I'm not saying, like I said, it's not bad to have an imagination and spend some time up there from time to time. But when it becomes this automatic thing that you're overly reliant on, and it's like your security blanket, well, it's a dangerous path to keep going down if you just keep going all in on the inner world to the exclusion of reality. So the image that comes to mind for me is like, like I said earlier, with a boat, you got to have both feet in the boat. I also heard someone say, you've got to put both feet on the ride and go for the ride on the roller coaster. You can't be half in, half out. Because of the why are we here on earth? There's a lot of questions, a lot of people asking that question. There's a lot of answers to it. Some might say there's no purpose at all. But it seems to me that we're on earth, we're living life because we want to, you know, because we decided at some point to live. And then we get down in here on earth and we kind of forget that. And we get it into our minds that, oh, what I need to do is escape life. It's like, no, that's why you're here. The whole point is to live life in reality. And you have a gift of an imagination, but that's not where you're supposed to be living life. And it's not always the most pleasant ride, but that's what we're signed up for. And that's why you've got to have both feet on the ride. Today's podcast is a bit shorter. It was just a message that I felt like I needed to get out to you and hope that it meets you in a way that uh, can help you out. Just that mental image of I've got to have both feet, both feet on the boat, both feet on the ride. Perhaps it's both. Perhaps it's like Pirates of the Caribbean style. It's a boat and a ride. You know what I'm saying? Or what's the other one? The Maelstrom. You guys know what I'm talking about. Disney World. Please give this podcast a heart if you haven't done so already, leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking about, how you're doing. And uh, make sure you give me a rating on iTunes. Follow me wherever you're following me. 
stay tuned for more podcasts. I've got some great guests lined up. Maybe I shouldn't even say who, but I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, I've got a YouTuber lined up named Kevin McCreary. His channel's called Good Night. Say Good Night, Kevin. Gee, I messed it up. Shows how <laughs> shows how good of a host I am. But he's one of my favorite YouTubers, and I've I haven't set a firm date, but we're gonna be I'm gonna be sitting down to talk with him soon. He reviews Christian movies, and he's a really funny guy. Check out his channel. Uh, let's see who else do I have? I have a few other people. I won't go into too much detail because it's a little bit more fuzzy with the others, but. Um, I've got a couple of people involved in the film industry. Actually, I'm going to bring Paul Kiriazzi back on the podcast since his first go around, the audio was a little bit bad. And I want to, he's such an interesting guy to talk to that I want to talk to him without the audio dropping out every two seconds. You know what I'm saying? Let's just, let's just bring a modicum of quality to the product is what I'm trying to say. Then I've got another exciting young filmmaker uh, who I won't mention yet, but that's going to be a good discussion. Who else do I have on the docket? Uh, another couple people from the Myers-Briggs niche on YouTube I've talked to about being on the podcast, so that'll be fun. If you have any ideas for podcast guests, let me know. I would also love it if you have any questions that you'd like me to read on the air, or not even questions, but uh, or topics you'd like to hear me talk about. And I'll read some uh, listener questions, some write-ins from the listener, from the listeners on the podcast. You can drop me a line at fjmailbag at gmail.com and be aware that if you send me something there for the podcast, what you write will, may very well be read over the air. So keep it in mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to find a way for people to call in to the podcast, but I don't know logistically how that would work. So we'll leave that for a future date. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, stay cool and attractive. Bye.